I was also learning at the same time how valuable those nutrients were to me, yeah. you know, because they were making me feel nourished for the first time in my life. My weight was, you know, just like normal. Yeah. Like I didn't have to think about it. I could eat until I was full and it was like this automatic shut off instead of any sort of, like I just didn't want to eat anymore. Hey there, I'm Renee, a self-proclaimed shopaholic turned minimalist. In just three years, my family and I downsized our house, paid off debt, and I learned to make passive income online so I could work anytime, anywhere. We did all of this in pursuit of a life of more freedom, flexibility, and fun. And the crazy part is, the more I detached from my stuff, the more I was able to let go of pesky habits like people-pleasing, saying yes to everyone, and being who I thought I was supposed to be rather than showing up authentically as who I am. That's why I want you to see the Unstuffed podcast not as a place for all things decluttering and organizing, but rather as a place where together we can unload it all. From donating those pants that no longer fit to bidding adieu to those relationships that have run their course, I want you to see our time together as a time where you can unwind, let go, come as you are, and there is no need to apologize for the mess. So let's shed some layers, drop some dead weight, and start living a little less stuffed. Welcome to the Unstuffed Podcast. Hey there, it's me, Renee. Welcome back to the Unstuffed Podcast. I am really excited today because I'm doing my very first podcast interview in person uh, with Laura from Toxie Free. We're actually in Hudson, Minnesota, which it's really exciting to talk to someone from Minnesota like me. Um, and I'm so glad that we were able to connect. But Laura has a really awesome journey about you call yourself an accidental minimalist. Yes. Yes, totally. <laughs> uh, and she went through this whole journey of becoming an accidental minimalist in hopes of seeking better health for herself, which uh, is really crazy because I did the same sort of. Um, when I started my minimalist journey, it was also this realization of wanting to be better, like healthier and eliminating stuff from my diet. But for me, um, that part, I was I going through the process of downsizing and minimizing my stuff. I kind of put the food on pause. So I'm really excited to dive in with Laura today and talk about little ways that we can, not only how her story happened, I definitely want to hear how you became accidentally a minimalist, uh, but also what we can do to kind of clean up our homes because I think so many people not only want minimalism and clear our homes, but we want homes that are healthy and nourishing for us. So let's dive in. I'm really, really excited to be able to chat today. So I kind of know you said you were diagnosed with thyroid issues when you were 12 and then kind of started your, your healthy lifestyle at that point. But then like what, because we were just talking earlier, we had an earlier discussion where I said the same thing. I started to realize I had too much stuff, but that wasn't the moment I changed everything, right? It's kind of the same for you, right? Exactly. Yes. Well, I was, I was 12 and I had the um, this diagnosis and they said I'd have it for the rest of my life. Hashimoto's thyroiditis, just take this pill every day. Don't miss it. 
for the rest of your life. And so then uh, my mom, she's a scientist, um, explained to me the science of it. Like, uh, well, your thyroid produces your metabolism. And so, you know, you think of the people who are really, really overweight. It That's what happens. Like, no matter, even if they don't eat, they gain this weight because they have no way of metabolism. And I'm like, my eyes are getting bigger. And I'm like, I'm in junior high. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. I know you said brand new teenage girl. That's not what you want to hear. I was like, oh my gosh. And so um, I just started reading magazines, like, you know, what do I need to do to be healthy? And there were so many different things, but back then it was low fat, low fat, low fat, everything. And I mean, gummy worms and candy is low fat, you know? And, but I did, I would, um, I knew the stuff in my house was like that. My parents purchase was not healthy. Like that was for sure. (laughs) And so, um, and so I like save my babysitting money and ride my bike to the health food store because I thought anything in the health yeah. food store would be healthy, things like that. So fast forward many years of really struggling with my weight, fitting into the cute clothes, um, uh, just, you know, not knowing what to eat, always being stressed, like always feeling hungry. But then I knew, like, if I ate something, I would gain weight. And it really was, like, not fun. <laughs> no, I think so many women go through that yes. similar cycle, health diagnosis or not. Yes. Can I pause real quick and say, because, like, I love that you said that, because I, I I heard that in your podcast that you biked to the store when you were 12. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, you really want a, a pursuit for better health for yourself yes. at a young age, but we're growing up told like slump fast is good for you. Like, you know, or like that kind yes. of thing. Like yes. what were some of the things that you first started with as healthy besides gummy worms? <laughs> you know, what, what was your health snack? Like, yeah, no, I just, um, like there were bins of things. So I would eat a lot of like, um, peanuts out of the bins and raisins i'd mix that together okay i don't know i get it because they were like (laughs) you know bins at that health food store and it was really like i didn't know how to cook i mean i was in way over my head you know but i would i did feel like oh well this came from the health food store and but i didn't have basic understanding that all of that was carbs which is sugar which really isn't a huge difference of just eating the candy bar yeah (laughs) you know what i mean yeah so like i didn't um i didn't have any skills or information that i needed and i really didn't for most of like until my late 30s when i was like we are biological beings. Like there has to be a biological answer to what we need nutritionally. You yeah. Know? And so it shouldn't be this stressful, this hard, this um, agonizing, whatever. Yeah. Like I shouldn't feel hungry and then gain weight and, you know, things like that. So that's when I did the deep dive into okay. that. And so you kind of just had that, like, there has to be an answer? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And so I just was really determined at that point to find out how I could be the healthiest person. Um, I was just 
really tired of, and it really would run my life. So like looking back now, I, you know, I would eat something, not feel nourished. I would blame myself, you know, like, why can't you be full? Why can't you, after eating your set amount of like what seemed normal, like a plate or, you know, rice and vegetables in the microwave or whatever. And I'd be like looking for more. I'm like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) You know, and just having the weight go on really easily because of my condition. And, um, and so uh, just like struggling with that. And so like, I mean, there's so many stories, like I was addicted to sugar, like I would drive miles out of my way to get a certain kind of cake and oh. have them write happy birthday, Laura, when it was <laughs> my birthday to get the extra frosting and, you know, just silly things, which I didn't want to eat it. Yeah. You know, because I knew that it would not make me feel well. And it would, I would gain weight from it, not fit into the clothes. Like it would yeah. all, it was all connected. Um, but I just didn't have, um, you know what, like when you're, then it would affect things that you might not think would be affected, like relationships. Like when I'm having a conversation with someone like that I love, like my family, I might be thinking, you know, gosh, I really want to have that sweet or, but I know I shouldn't. And so I'm not really present for that person anymore because my brain is hijacked, literally. Wow, (laughs) that's a really good way of putting it. I've heard other people say that, like that Mm -hmm. they think about food constantly, like they're just planning on when they're going to be able to eat that kind of thing. Yeah. And I get it. Yes. Not going to lie. You know, like, yeah, I'm a, I would, I'm an eater. I love good food I like yes. uh but to, the idea of it like taking away from our moments yeah was never something that it really occurred life, to me. like quality of your life you know yeah. always having that stress I would also calorie restrict or like over exercise to try to you know balance or you know so it just and that takes a lot of like mental you know, energy. I mean, that's really not purposeful. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I was not like living a fulfilled experience. No. So, yeah. So I was determined, and it all comes down to um, learning that my body would always feel hungry until like it got the nutrients it needed. Yeah. That was like a light bulb. Like, what? Like, that is it. That is so easy. Yeah. You know? And then what I learned next is finding nutrient-dense food is not very easy. Like, I was learning things like, you know, um, it the nutrients depend on the soil and the water and the air. And, like, and, and I didn't know anything about meat. Like, yeah. that was hard for me because I didn't know how to cook or do anything. Okay, so yeah. when I learned that, um, for me, meat meets, like, almost the entire nutrient is just a really easy way to get all your nutrients, you know, a, a very efficient way. But then like um, grass fed. So then it depends on the diet. And so then, you know, you, the, di- the diet of the animal, um, if they've had steroids, how they were raised, all of that affects the nutrients. Well, then even when you find, 
uh, organic, natural, chemical-free, um, natural diet, all of that. The selenium levels in Western Canada for grass-fed meat versus Eastern Canada is completely different based on the soil and the area. Oh. So like, <laughs> I'm <Jeez>. like, what? <laughs> My brain was exploding. Yeah. So the nutrients not only were nourishing me for the first time in my life, so I was feeling a physical euphoria. I was also learning at the same time how valuable those nutrients were to me, yeah. you know, because they were making me feel nourished for the first time in my life. My weight was, you know, just like normal. Yeah. Like I didn't have to think about it. I could eat until I was full and it was like this automatic shut off instead of any sort of like I just didn't want to eat anymore. Yeah. So it felt like a really natural thing. Um, but it was very hard to like find the nutrients. So then that just came became super important to protect it. So then I would start thinking like, well, what am I cooking these nutrients in? Like I don't want to be adding any chemical to yeah. my my great food that's right, providing right. me this nourishment and feeling good for the first time in my life um and oh, so that's yeah. it just kept kind of going from there <laughs> yeah it's just it's so much did you ever feel like overwhelmed or were you just so sick of the way you had been living that you were like don't care <laughs> need to figure it out yes I was getting no I did I was getting so many rewards from the food you know, by just feeling so, well, one, it was so delicious. Yeah. You know, like the other food is packaged to be like this rush, but then I'd always like have a stomach ache and, you know, I, I would feel guilty about eating it. I would know that I would be gaining weight. Like there was just so much attached yeah. to that promise of whatever they promised. <laughs> um, and I, I know I was addicted to those certain kinds of foods but um yeah I was I was really physically rewarded mentally spiritually all of that that I I knew that there was no going back like I I just really I mean in the beginning when I was I'm so grateful to the books and the authors that taught me all of this and I would see through them like yeah that's how they grew up or yes they have a a freezer and they found a farmer and I can find a farmer and you know like they it was possible yeah <laughs> yes it, that it was possible so I mean it was a little overwhelming like where am I gonna put a freezer and how am I gonna um afford that because my way of spending was um credit cards and just kind of going little by little in like a freezer is a bigger purchase, right? You know, and buying an, a whole animal from a farmer is a bigger purchase. So just that initial switch was, you know, I just had to save up the money, but it worked out because you usually need to give a farmer at least six months or a year notice, oh, okay. yeah. you know, and then the um, farmers harvest the animals are the most nutrient dense and the biggest in the fall. So you just kind of always know like in the fall, in the fall I'm going to fill my freezer. And so I should have that money. Yeah. Um, but really then 
it is so freeing because like I I have this fun email every year that we do. It's the called the once a year shopping. Okay. And literally like we have all of our shopping done on yeah. one day for the year, you know? Yeah. I mean, we might stop and get some like, you know, herbs or go to the garden and get some herbs, things like that. Um, but just really, um, and it, it also returned me to a really, to my humanness. You know, it really got me in touch with, uh, just my true like self like meeting those basic needs on on the most basic level like really grounded or it was just that there was a spiritual or mental element that was just as big as the physical like rewards that I was experiencing I would imagine so because so I've had so many questions they're probably gonna disappear from my brain but like (laughs) I've learned so much about the the stomach connection to the our minds so yes. i mean even if someone wouldn't call it spiritual you get you gain a mind clarity that i've learned about that i've heard you know mm-hmm. so and plus you said you know you're letting go of that I can't eat this i should eat this but i want to eat this but that mind chatter that can just rob so much from you yes it's it totally hijacked me yeah yeah <laughs> and you said you said this once a year shopping. So I wanted to bring it up because of course I talk about shopping all the time and minimalism for me. But you said the same, like when you say that, not once a year shopping, but when you were like, I want this commitment, I want this new lifestyle, but it's a big financial, uh, you know, I have to save, I have to make this big financial change for me for so many years. I, like, I remember my friends being like, we're going to Costa Rica. You want to go? And I would go, I can't, I don't have enough money. And still to this day, when they mention Costa Rica, I'm like, I hate myself because I, I wish I would have gone because I was making the small. It was the small little purchases that were consuming yes. all of my money. Oh my gosh. You know? And so I know you said like you used to be that way. It was like little tiny purchases. Did you feel like you kind of started to cut back because you had this bigger vision? Like I want this life. So I'm willing to let go of that candle or, you know, those kinds yes. of things. I was really lucky because, uh, I was so determined to not live the way I was anymore with my health. Yeah. So I like, once I experienced that physical, I'm like, I'm not going back. Like something switched in my head. Like, what is the point of eating if it's not really the nutrients? Like it became so, um, such a miracle in my life, you know, that that is the purpose Yeah. It's to nourish me. It's to make, just have my body function the way it is. It's so simple now looking back, like we would never ever pour soda into our car. We we would ruin the car yeah. in the gas tank. And it was like, I was able to switch that in my brain, like a light switch. Like if, if you had the sugariest, most beautiful cake here that I would have in the past driven (laughs) two hours one way in traffic to get which I've done you know yeah to eat a cake I didn't want that's a sugar addict (laughs) yes yes I mean the smells the look of it you know it wouldn't affect me at all yeah that like how does that same person 
I'm like, I don't even recognize myself yeah. looking back, but it wouldn't affect me at all. It could be all around me, you know, people, and it wouldn't affect me at all. No, that's so funny that you say that because same, like I I can sit in the middle of the Mall of America and yep. just literally I'll walk through the whole place. Everyone else around me is shopping and like, nope, I'm good. Yeah. But I feel like um, people hear that from either side of our stories, like, no, I don't really go on. I don't shop with my girlfriends anymore. I don't go out on shopping sprees. And you're like, no, I don't really partake in birthday cake. And I think on both sides, people can be like, well, what's, what's the point? You're not even living, you know, especially with food. I think I hear it a lot. Like when we yes. started eating healthier, we're nowhere near as healthy as you, but like when we started just eliminating more processed foods and things like that, people wouldn't understand. Or even, um, I'll use this quick example, but like, we make tacos and I, I season them myself. So this is where we're, you know, I'll season it myself. We do pico. We don't have like sour cream. We don't dump, you know, like that stuff on whatever. It's just very minimal ingredients. Um, and we had our, had friends over and we're like, here, do you want some? And you could tell they were like, they didn't want it because it wasn't Taco Bell taco. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. So do you feel like have you had that big like backlash from people who are like, if you're not eating this standard American diet, you know, like the deep fried sugary everything, what's the point? You're not even living. How can you enjoy your life? Did you ever? Yes. I, this is so funny because um, I was so excited in the beginning, you know, learning all of this. Yeah. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, this is so great. And I was so having such great results. And so I was like, you know, and I was always so proud to go to the doctor because I have to get my autoimmune d- disease checked every year. And so I'm like, I think I'm going to ask them if I could just go to a nutritionist, Yeah, you know, just to like talk to them because yeah, I'm excited yeah. to share all this or whatever. And the nutritionist actually, um, when I was like evangelizing about yeah. my new discoveries, was saying she thought that I had an eating disorder because, I yes, I wouldn't go to Chipotle. She kept asking me, would you go to Chipotle? I'm like, well, I'm like, I really don't think so because, you know, I would want to talk to them about their ingredients yeah. and where they come from and, you know, everything that was in there. And I, one thing talk about, you talk about trusting your instincts yeah, all the time yeah. is something in me was like, she is getting triggered by me like you know because she's the nutritionist yeah and I because she kept asking about Chipotle I'm like I bet anything she loves Chipotle and is like somehow my (laughs) existence is threatening her going to Chipotle yeah and I still don't know you know but it was just so strange I'm like this is so bizarre. Let it go, like, lady. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm having to go to a fast food place, you know, and I'm not saying anything about, I shouldn't have even no, used the no. brand name because like, I just don't know what kind of food quality is there at that particular place. But what I've learned is that um, it's so hard for me personally to, to find you know, when you have to trace back the soil and talk to the farmer and all of this, yeah, that um, I just won't be able to do that at a restaurant. Right. You right. know, and there are restaurants in other countries that are talk about 
the farmer and the soil, yeah. where it comes from. And they don't understand people in the U.S. not caring about that. I know. <laughs> you know, and so I'm like, well, um, as long as I'm here, you know, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for that special restaurant and chef. Yeah. Um, but um, no, and my food here is so delicious. Like I wouldn't ever go. And it's so weird because I think I did have an eating disorder before Probably, I found yeah. nutrients because I would overexercise. I would calorie restrict. I would be obsessed about eating, you know, cake yeah. where, where it would take me out of my life and my, you know, like that was. It's like torture. Very, yeah, very torturous. No, I, so. I didn't even have a diagnosis and I went through stuff like that because I think yeah. in a society as women, you know, especially like I said, maybe in that same age where I was like, my mom would give me slim fasts and she put me on the Weight Watchers, you know, like, let's do, do Weight Watchers with me, you know, because she herself had like learned like what's good. And I, I remember my one single piece of pizza that I ate at my middle school, you know, I was like, that was all I was allowed to eat for the day. That was that was it for my points. And I was oh like, this seems gosh. really depressing. So I still have a really hard time oh, with yes. like, what if, if I don't go to the gym, if I don't exercise, you know, that mindset or like, even if I'm craving maybe like, yeah, like a sweet or, you know, something it's, it's such an internal mental battle. So I'm so glad that yes. you <clears throat> and conquered it. Yeah. And now looking back too, I mean, it affects like your taste buds. You know, like I used to think eating an apple was so boring. Like oh. I would force myself. I'm like, this tastes like crap. Like it's so boring. And now it would be way too sweet. Yeah. Like yeah. I could not, like my taste buds literally were fried by the chemicals, the super high sugar, you know, yeah. where I couldn't even recognize that. And now I'm like, Oh my God, like an apple is so sweet. Like I can taste sweetness in lettuce. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I think you lost me. I know. <laughs> I never would have thought lettuce had yeah. sweetness. And I'm like, oh my God, this lettuce is so sweet. <laughs> I'm going to have to, I'm going to be hyper paying attention probably until the day I die. Now I'm going to be like, is this sweet? I'm sorry. No, no. It's just, it's so great. I, I love mm -hmm. it. And so then, okay, I know you said you worked, you work in a clothing store and you started to realize the things you were cooking in were not good either. Yeah. But then you started to realize clothing. Yeah. So, okay. So all of the thing with the food was so that I could be the healthiest person possible. Yeah. And I really felt the rewards of it. Like, you know, like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing. And then. Um, I was putting all that energy into it. And then I would like question, well, I don't want to bring, you know, the chemicals from the cookware into the food. And so right. I did start thinking about those types of things. But um, I worked at a clothing store and I overheard some um, two women saying, oh my God, I, it's so cute. I almost bought it anyway. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, um, and so they showed me this little teeny hidden tag that said something in this garment has been known to cause cancer, um, birth defects. And there was one other thing that was really bad. And I'm like, oh, my God, like I was shocked, like my brain exploded. I'm like, 
how is this possible that something that is required, like we all have to wear clothing, the clothing could be harming our health. Like I just had never thought that was even possible. And so I started researching (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like, oh my God, my brain just kept exploding. And then having that new information, it's like knowing two plus two equals four. Like you can't go back once you have that information. And I'm like, okay. I am saving all my money, spending it on the food, doing this all new thing with the food. Now my clothing could be like blocking those good effects. Like I have to start reconsidering this. And that then just started a whole new. (laughs) Yeah, a whole new thing. But like we were saying, I'm like, so, and that's what when I share with you, like I started learning about the health student and you might, I didn't tell this to you earlier, but it's comical. Talk <laughs> about minimalism. My husband came home because he was working second shift. So he came home at midnight and I was in our cupboards. I'm like, oh, this is garbage. <laughs> Everything is terrible. I watched one, two doc- many documentaries and he was like, you are crazy. But I was like, do you know what sugar is in this? Any idea? And it was just like, it was like real crazy. And when I started the minimalist, I, part of me had to go, I, I was literally like, I had to mental block and stuff because it was causing me a lot of anxiety yeah um and I think yeah like if I were just strip all my clothes and clean, you know I might be divorced now <laughs> but, but so like that's my biggest question to you is because I think so many moms so many women so many humans want to do our absolute best but we're so much information overload and like mm-hmm. I love that you were saying this is where I kind of drifted is you, you're saying like, we kind of have this purpose. This was the first thing Laura and I talked about when we saw each other. It was like, what a weird thing to like, it's nice to meet you. Do you believe in purpose? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I know you yeah. do. <laughs> and that's like, I feel like your purpose has obviously been this and to spread this message and teach this to people. Um, and I think so many people might hear and think that, that they're failing or they're not doing good enough and then just not even try. Mm-hmm. that's what I think a lot of, because there's so much information that I got. It's just, that's too much. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So if you were to tell people like, okay, here's the starter kit, mm-hmm. you know, without the overwhelm, without feeling like, you know, you have to completely do it all. Cause I was always an all or nothing person, but then it yes. usually caused me to do nothing. Yeah. What would be your starter kit? So Laura also, I said, Ron's taxi free, but did I say it's a shop in Stillwater in Minnesota? I don't think I even said that. If anyone has been to Minnesota, Stillwater is a favorite little go-to. It's such a cute little town. We, our family loves going through there all the time. And just even like walking through the antique shops and things like that. Mm. Um, and it's right on the water. It's so beautiful. Uh, so I was really excited. You've got your little shop in Stillwater where you sell these products that you have pre-approved the same products you use in your home um, so that you can be a go-to place of knowledge and help because that's what's overwhelming I think is like Mm -hmm. okay yeah I want to do this but where do I start how do I know what's right Mm -hmm. you are the person who's done the research (laughs) for everybody so if anyone's wanting to take some toxins out of their home gradually work toward or go crazy and really work toward a completely you know, toxin-free home. Laura has done the research for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would be your top three recommendations for people getting started with like 
a kitchen, if they just want to focus on like the food that they're cooking. Mm -hmm. So one thing that's, um, that has really helped me, um, I, I really think the ingredients and, uh, you know, the food, the water, um, even thinking about water and food as like questioning what that is, because in the U S there's a lot of things sold to us that is food that I don't consider food anymore. Yeah. And I ate them. Yeah. You know, there I remember this funny story. Um I lived right across and grew up from a golf course. So in addition to being a teacher, my summers were off. So I would like still work at the golf course yeah. in the summers because I did since I was young. And so I worked with a lot of males and they saw me starting to do some of this and they're like, okay you're crazy but they're like so (laughs) would you eat this twinkie for a hundred dollars and i'm like no and they're like what and i'm like no and they're like you've eaten a twinkie before i'm like i wouldn't a thousand nope ten thousand nope (laughs) i mean like i just wouldn't because i don't consider it food anymore yeah and so and i and i value something more than ten thousand dollars and that's my health Yes. Yes. And how I feel. And it's not food. Like that's not even a purpose. Like it doesn't, like when you get out of it, you don't even go, why would I, okay, I'm going to turn it around. Would you go fill your truck with soda for the fuel? Like you never would. And you would take someone out who was trying to do that. I know (laughs) exactly. And so something that really helped me in the beginning and this might sound kind of crazy but I always imagine myself as like a literal hunter and gatherer you know and I would just start looking at life that way like you know was this did this exist during hunter and gatherer times like I'm born with a body that I'm have to keep alive like that's one of the main things (laughs) like when you're born and so all of us have to search for food and water um shelter clothing and you know if you do it in a way where you're like are now unfortunately um with the industrial age um you know things are sold as convenience but they're not real So we're really not getting those basic needs met. And so that's causing havoc in health, our spirituality, our mental health, all of it. Um, So that really helps me. And then you just look at kind of all the things you bring into your surroundings. So we're made of human cells and our cells interact with everything. Yeah. So the food is just something that's so such a big part food and water and like there's chemicals in salt you know like who would think yeah salt didn't know yeah and so just um I would just like really think about the more natural it can be the better yeah and sometimes I don't even like all the research of like calling the company I can just look at something and go okay that pan is red and so I know that that's not a natural. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. They've had to add something. That's clearly not natural. Right. Yeah. To this to get that red color. And I had every single, red. even before. <laughs> yes. I like decorated my kitchen with 
you know, the big stand mixer. And I'm like, yep. how am I going to decide what color it is? I didn't cook or anything. It just was on my refrigerator. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> yes, like I've had all kitchen utensils. And now in here, we're in my kitchen right yeah. now. Like there's like one, you know, two wooden spoons, things like that. So it is like, if I can do this, anyone can do yeah. this. But just looking at it with different eyes, you know, yeah. like what, what are these materials? Yeah. You know, food, if it's in a box, that's not a yeah. natural. It didn't come that way. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. we just have to be more, and it can be really fun. Something that, um, you know, if your offspring, your little ones, are part of the process it can be a really fun adventure you know like hunting through nature of like what is this exactly I read one book it was called deconstructing a twinkie oh and it was a journalist and he was on a picnic and his young son asked him what is a twinkie like that and he didn't know how to answer him so the entire book is tracing every single ingredient on the Twinkie label and researching what that ingredient is, that really exploded my brain to knowing now, like, why I wouldn't eat a Twinkie. Sounds so gross. I know. You know, that's what I haven't eaten. I don't know if I've ever eaten a Twinkie. Oh, you're pure. I am. Well, no. I love me some chili cheese burritos and things like that. But, you know, I can get the Twinkie notch, but... Oh, so you reminded me of two things. Though. As soon as you said it, I was like, oh my gosh. So one of the things I learned, like talking about shopping, is that, um, you know, a lot of things I've heard or kind of picked up on myself over the years is like, women are the hunter, the men are the hunters, women are the gap, you know, like we, yes. that was our job. So it's like, now that we don't have that job, you know, women, we as women tend to like find stuff to accumulate. And I don't know that yeah. that's necessarily true, but I also can't really deny it because yes. we, we want to collect. So I love kind the of idea of the shifting my mindset instead mm-hmm. of collecting all of these things that really aren't serving me or that I don't really need. I'm focusing on truly collecting quality foods and items like that to bring yes. into my home. Yes. Makes it a more fun, probably like primal, like process yeah perfect word yeah I love that yes and I think a mindset shift is can do wonders for a person Mm -hmm. but you said that and you also said and then I'm gonna ask you other questions because I'm just gonna keep going but uh, convenience you're like everything's made to be convenient for us and I was telling Laura earlier that um kind of stopping myself from going fully into more of a healthy experience which now I'm like all right, I'm feeling ready to dive back in, you know, like, um, and it's starting with just the food. If it's just starting with the food, um, I said, you know, I go to Costco and I buy the organic broccoli, which all of us are like, well, I'm buying organic broccoli, but you're buying organic broccoli in a plastic bag. And beyond that, I'm sure you know that it's probably not that greatest, the broccoli beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that convenience of getting that home with me at a more affordable price doesn't end up being convenient if it's because I've I have stomach issues my husband has stomach issues and I've gotten to a point where I kind of know what is and isn't going to work but I've gotten sick from just vegetables and things like that mm-hmm. um so it's not really not really convenient no and yeah. the other thing too is when you um when you try it 
like when you try a different way and then you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, like driving through traffic, stopping at all those lights, finding a place to park to go into a humongous place that you have to go up and down aisles. Super stimulating. (laughs) Just to get some broccoli that's not going to make you feel well in plastic. And you really don't know where that came from. Yeah. You know, so what does that organic, like, it's just, you're like, oh my gosh, like this isn't yeah convenient and so like okay well one quick thing yeah. is really <laughs> fun is um the uh microgreens have you heard of microgreens yeah yeah like you could and I know you don't love growing things but if I, I can grow something you can so these um they're amazing so you can so broccoli microgreens have four to 40 times more nutrients than the full-size broccoli. Oh. Yes. And you can actually grow them like right on your countertop. So it's like such a fun learning thing for your kids and like for the whole family. And then you're sharing in this experience of actually being responsible for the food that you consume, which is hunter-gatherer primal. And this is such a hard thing that I struggle with. You literally get rewarded when you do something good for yourself. Yeah. So when you, instead of opening a box that you know is like a shortcut and you don't know what you're eating, like when you cultivate something for your health, you get rewarded in thousand fold. Yeah. Like, because you're like, Oh my God, like, I care so much about myself. Like I'm going to give it the best. I'm going to give it what I know will. And then the thing is, I've been doing this over 10 years. It compounds. So think about your past 10 years. Did you feel well and your best every single day? Like that compounds day after day. And it gives you such an advantage. Yeah. Like that, like everyone wants their kids to have the best life possible. Can you imagine if you were giving them health day after day, strength day after day, clear thinking day after day, like their body and cells performing the best they could day after day. That's all you'd have to do. You wouldn't have to spend on lessons and, you know, all these things because they would have like a total advantage over in our country, Yeah, you know, because that's not happening for people. Right. And when you give them the knowledge, they will choose, you know, if they know. But so many of us, even as parents, don't know because we grew up like wanting the candy what you're saying even nutritionists the, at the hospitals don't know like, yes yes and that's what again I'm I definitely haven't cleared away as much as you but my son did a stint in the hospital and we had the nutritionist come in she wanted to see what he'd been eating and she was like he eats better than me because it was um like eggplant I, I don't even remember what was on there yes. but I was like maybe it's the eggplant that made her sick or something <laughs> I don't know um but and doctors aren't given the information and yes I yeah. know it's very confusing because everything's is. gotten it's mixed so up overwhelming. Mm-hmm. um but I it's so rewarding you know totally yeah, yeah and it's worth it and like the um so then you just kind of take it step by step and the um you know, then like, how do you get your food out of the cookware, the natural cookware, then it's like, is this, 
plastic. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, and that's you, what I confess. I have plastic. Yes, I know it's bad. Yeah, and the plastic is introducing toxic chemicals and microplastics to your food. Yeah, that's you know can easily be replaced with wood. Yeah, you know, and then so it just kind of goes, and and you can do it with the next time I need something. You know what I mean? Oh, I love that. Like yeah. just start instead thinking of the whole as a hunter gatherer. Yeah. What am I going to bring into my environment? Um, because that's our only job. Yeah, you know, is like, uh, what am I going to bring into my yeah. body, into my surroundings? So, yeah, I love that, and gives yeah. we have control over it. Totally. Okay, so last thing. I asked Laura because as an overwhelmed suburban mom who really want to do my best and I really have tried to do my best, but I know, I know I have slacked on like what I can possibly do the best of, you know, but, um, I asked her cause so she's got the shop here in Stillwater, but you have an online shop. Yes. And what's cool on the online store. I'm so, thank you for bringing this up. Cause yeah, I was yeah. going to be like, Oh, we have this, this on the homepage. If you go all the way down to the bottom, there's a food guide. Oh, okay. Okay. So I get all my food like through eatwild.com. It wherever you live in the world, it like matches you up with a farmer. You still want to oh. ask the farmer questions, you know, like yeah. make sure there's no steroids, chemical use, things like that. Yeah. There's soil. Um and but we also have questions to ask your farmer guide. I mean, we okay, like, okay. we so have all sorts of things. Yes, and find your farmer. Yes, <laughs> and I think it's even on the food resource page. We have um, links to our favorite farmers that can take you directly yeah. there. Some of there's a great one in Wisconsin, like not that far from here, and they even ship their food. Oh, that's great. what we make our bone broth every single week with their ingredients because it is so nutrient dense the all the animals are with them from birth to end of life they only eat native grass they've tested their soil 20 feet deep so there you go you have a farmer right now that will deliver your food right to your you know oh and they give a 10 percent discount if you use the code toxy free oh okay yes and then then the next thing is there's a water guide. So you want to make sure um, that your water is chemical free because you want to drink that. It'll taste so much better and then cook with it. Yeah. And so on the water guide, there's a link to put your zip code in and you find out all the chemicals that are in water. So really like forever, I knew that you're supposed to drink water. Well, right. it tastes horrible and I never wanted to drink it. I was like, oh, this is so awful. And now I realize it was, it does taste awful That's because it has all of the chemicals, the toxins in it, which is great because otherwise it would be unsafe traveling yeah. to us yeah. through pipes. Um, but yeah, so we reverse osmosis. And then remineralize because water used to be the main source of um, calcium and magnesium, just natural water. Yeah. Yeah. So when you get natural water, it tastes delicious. Like I crave it. Oh. Yeah. And I'm like, what's different? What has changed? Yeah. The water. Yeah. That's all. 
And so now I used to hate water. Now so I won't I need love my magnesium water. vitamins anymore. <laughs> no, I know it's amazing. Yeah. So that we have that water guide um, kind of thing. Yeah. And then plus all the, the um, products that are really needle moving, like the cookware, I've been using it every single day. It's like heirloom quality. You can pass it on to the next generation. Yeah. Those are all on our website that we share. And that's what, let's talk about, I wanted to talk about the cookware specifically because on my way up here, I was like, I'm going to ask yes. about cookware type. Yes. Cause I know I said I was cooking with my, my nonstick pan today. And I, in my head, I'm like, I know this is bad. I'm heading to the right place for my answers. <laughs> yes. So for answers for me and for answers for any, everybody listening, um, what are your pans called? What are your pans? And yes. these are all on the Toxie Free website. Yes. And they I've used both of these, this strategy for over 10 years. Yeah. And I love it. So the first thing I found, well, I thought it was going to be cast iron. Okay. But okay. Then That's what I was wondering. I It's not. It's not. Not okay. cast iron. No. Okay. Um, what happened? I was reading books by chefs and they are the ones who mentioned that you have to coat it in something because it'll show up rusted before you even use it. So I was like, oh my gosh. So I called the companies, all the different cast iron ones. What do you coat it with? Yeah. No one could tell me. So I'm like, I do not want to use this if they don't even know what they're coating it with. So then I kept looking and that's when I found the unglazed clay that has been made for at least 700 years the same (sighs) way. That's what we always trust is what, yes. what did they do before? Yes. Everything before changed. Before the toxic <laughs> yeah. chemicals were even invented. So what is it called? Well, it's just clay. clay. Okay. It is literally like, I'm trying to think. Okay, here. It's, um, it is, this is just the earth. So like Crazy. the shiny part is because they use a river rock to hand burnish the earth. Aww. So they shape it and then they fire it and it turns black. So oh. there's nothing added to that. That's this. so cool. Isn't so this that is just, and what it's called, it's listed as clay, just clay. cookware. Okay. Yep. Or it's, we have a cookware section yeah. and this is all that's in it. Plus one other pan. Um, the, so when I first found this, so you can I have these one little piece. Go ahead. Go ahead. And I used everything. And if you go to Toxie Free um, YouTube channel, yeah, I literally was here by myself and I just hang my phone over and you can see all the things I cooked in this one little pan that I oh, had. okay. Bacon and eggs and it can go stovetop, oven, microwave. I don't have a microwave, but it can go in the microwave, open fire, yeah. grill. Um, yeah, just not the dishwasher. And okay. then I would store my food in it, reheat in it, eat out of it. And so I still have that same pan. Yeah. So you said yeah. we'll have to link to the Toxie Free YouTube so people yeah, can this see. This is like 10 plus years later. Oh, my gosh. I know. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's what I'll try. If I have like a video, I'll try to share and show these so that you guys can actually see. And you can see them on their YouTube channel. But. These are really beautiful. Like, I feel like this is something that'd be like Pier One Imports or like Target, like the look of it. They'd want to yes, copy this look right on the, yeah, 
Well, I, well, I just mean like because they'd be like, "This is aesthetically pleasing. This is pretty." Oh, is Do you know what I mean? It is yes. really pretty. Yes. Um, and so that's what I asked Laura before. I'm like, okay, this stuff looks like what they try to do at Target. The what wooden... they try to right, do, right? Yes. They try to do it. Yes. Target. Yes. And that's what these. She's got like wooden spoon cookware because I need to swap them out for my plastics. These beautiful wooden spoons that I feel like 100% would be like something that they would up the price and charge you for it target just to mimic the look but i doubt it would be as good of quality and like you said yes. you don't know what they're you don't know what in. they code it with um and the thing is like when you start building all of these it does become your decor i mean yeah. it is really gorgeous like, they're all when, beautiful things yes when you walk in the taxi free or even look on the website you're like oh my gosh it's so beautiful but like this I used to buy kitchen gadgets and, you know, every time I went to Target or the grocery store, anything, I have not had to purchase anything. Okay. <laughs> I used to go once a week. To Target? To Target. I mean, we're from Minnesota and yeah. that, that yep. is a Minnesota company. Yeah. And I, I'm sorry, Target, to be saying this, but I have not been there Yeah, in over five years, six years, seven years, like I have no reason to go there. My life is so much better. I don't target <laughs> so much yeah. money. Yeah. You know that I'm not like literally wasting. I, I don't have the clutter. I use the same thing over and over. And before I never used my belongings yeah. and it just weighed on me. It was like so unfulfilling. And now like if this broke, I would be like, I have gotten so much value out of this. I would buy it again in a second. Oh, yeah. And replace this. Yeah. Because it has given me so much more than what, like, a purchase. Like, yeah. it, it, even, like, how real food is not, or food is not the same as what it used to be. Water's not the same. My purchases, my belongings are not the yeah. same as what they were. Like, I am so grateful to what this pan has brought me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, that makes so much sense. Cause like you were saying, like I said, guys, it's very aesthetic. It's very pretty. Like it's something that you could hang up and just set out as decor and would look like yeah. Joanna Gaines and put I it do. there herself. I know. <laughs> but also you're able to cook everything in it and it's cooking food. That's making you, helping you stay yes. healthy and be the person you want to be. Totally purposeful. Yeah. yeah. And then this one is, um, I found this later. And this is a carbon steel pan that's been made the same way since 1820 by a family in France. Oh my I know. And they, it becomes nonstick the more you use it. Okay. So the first one we had, it doesn't have this patina on it and it's coated in beeswax. Oh, and okay. It. And yeah. so you do have to keep um, olive oil on it so that it doesn't rust up. Okay. You but know, at the oil. end. Yeah. Yeah, but that gives you more of the the frying feel where you heat it up really yeah, quickly. Yeah. Um, whereas these, you just it's just a slower way of cooking. Yeah. On the stovetop. Okay. So we have that. We've added that, but that's all we've used for. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. A long time, and I used to have every imaginable, and I would have all those nonstick pans yeah. like seven eight of them yeah because they're so inexpensive and they'd have the gashes in them yeah, i know <laughs> like, i know oh my god oh. 
I they do. were light and you just they were just ugly you just put them in a drawer yeah you hide them you do hide that's what yes none of these are hidden i should say no. they're all out and they look beautiful it's like it looks like a perfect little like a cottagey yeah I love we it. don't even have covered yeah anything. No. i know <laughs> no thank you so much i was so yes. um i that's what i said so i'm gonna link to the taxi free in the show notes so i love that it's a kickstart guide for all around where to start where to start yeah. with your products like if you want to swap stuff out in your kitchen or other places in your home mm-hmm. and how to get started with food and water and finding farmers. Is that what you said? Like all of it? Yes, all of that. And just know like it is worth it. Like anything that you swap out, it, it, um, they've done so many, re- so much research and they like expose people and they can see it in their blood and then they take it away and, you know, don't use that product and it, the toxins go way down. Like it, you can have huge impacts yeah. right away in your health. And then also like the rewards of just accidentally becoming a minimalist, yeah, yeah. you know, and having beautiful aesthetics yeah. and products in your home that like really reward and have a lot of value, a deeper meaning with them so oh absolutely yeah i love it well thank you so much for sharing your story i'm like snuggling i know (laughs) uh i'm so excited i want to jump on the website myself so thank you so much for sharing everything oh my gosh i know i love you oh my gosh i just wish we could move in together (laughs) (laughs) make room for me Well, thank you, Laura. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey again. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today on the Unstuffed Podcast. It means so much that you chose to carve out some of your precious time just to hang out with me. If you aren't quite ready for our time to end, head to the show notes where you can grab my free declutter checklist, join my newsletter subscription, and connect with me on some of your favorite social platforms. Sending you so much love. Until next time.